are already free with your host, Nathan Maingard. This is a podcast helping free people and down-to-earth seekers to live their truth and be the change, rather than waiting for some external force that's going to save us or rescue us or relying on these old systems or even focusing our energy on fighting against those old systems. When all that does, it just increases the energy that they have. So if you're ready to give your energy in this one precious life to growing what you believe in, to growing what you want more of, to remembering that you are already free, then this podcast is definitely for you. Welcome back, beautiful, beautiful listener. This is a really different kind of episode. This is a solo one, and I'm sharing a vulnerable story about a poem I've written called Why Your Body Is Not a Mistake, or at least the poem's called Your Body Is Not a Mistake, but this episode is about why I believe that. And there's just as an introduction, I I don't own the truth. I just know where I'm at and the journey that I've been on in my life to claim my own sovereignty, my own health, my own liberty. And I know that when I was listening to the messages that society was giving me, messages of not enoughness, messages of that beauty can be found in the things that I purchased or in the accolades that I got or in the status that I achieved or in the amount of women that I seduced as a man. When I believed all of those stories, my life was not a happy place a lot or most of the time. And it's not that it's easy now. It's harder than ever in a way. But as that beautiful Stoic saying goes, don't ask for a lighter load. Ask for a stronger back. And more and more, I realize that resilience and a life of true resilience, where I'm deeply connected to what it means to be really alive, doing hard things, showing up, being in service, being in joy through all of that, the joyful effort of living a good life is what I'm here for. And I just witness again and again and again how the society, the storyline, the narrative that it's selling around enoughness is completely false. I even see so many people who think of themselves or speak of themselves as being, oh, I'm, you know, I'm, in a, I'm so enlightened, I'm 5D, I'm ascending into the next, whatever the story is. And they have their lip fillers and they have their boob jobs and they have shaved bodies or the men who are super hairy like I am, they shave their entire bodies and they're like liberated people. I'm not saying that you should do something a certain way or not a certain way. I just see that there isn't enough questioning of what is the motivation for that. Oh, well, I just feel good doing it. Why do you feel good? Why would you feel bad about having the boobs, the lips, the body hair, the body overall that you have? Why would you feel bad about that unless that was a storyline that had been implanted into your consciousness that you have come to believe absolutely? So before we get into this sort of episode and why I believe a little more of this kind of stuff uh, or what I believe about it at least. I'm just really off the cuff here so you might hear me stumbling and <laughs> like not catching my words but I just really want to be absolutely vulnerable and clear and open about this as much as I can. So I shared this poem a few days ago. It's one I've been sitting on for months and the context is that some months ago a dear friend of mine posted something on her stories on Instagram and saying like, I wonder what you think about this. And so I wrote 
in a DM just saying in an inbox message saying, I'd be happy to chat about that that topic, whatever it was. And she responded saying, oh, I'd love to hear from a cis man about this. And I just felt something in my heart just go, no. And in my gut, I was like, no, I'm not available for this. This is, I have done enough work to know. I've been suspended from school for refusing to wear shoes when I was like 15 years old because I knew that the system wasn't making sense and that I should be allowed to express myself in my truth and my authenticity. And this idea that these ideologies around language, around who gets to control language, saying you have to use these certain words or we can just invent new words and then everyone has to take them on, otherwise you're a bad person. It has taken me years of deep inner work to really own the fact that I am a man and I am a beautiful man and I am the kind of man I want to see more of in the world. And that is the best way that I can express manhood is not to deny it, but to model it, to define it in a way that I believe in instead of running away from it. And again, I'm not saying that anyone who has a different perspective or a different opinion is wrong. That's your story but I don't feel like I have to hop on board that story just to make you feel better. That's not the kind of world that I want to live in. If your story is so fragile that if anyone challenges it or anyone disagrees with it, your entire life crumbles or that feels like violence, then I would seriously invite you to do deep inner work in finding your own resilience, in finding your own healing and realigning in your center so that you are strong like a tree where you can sway in the strongest of winds but without breaking. And you know that your roots are deep so your leaves and your branches can rise high. That's the kind of life that I am building for myself. It's the kind of life I would like to support other people in building in that remembrance that we are already free. So with that context, I will now share the poem with you and then I'll discuss it a little further before closing this episode down for today. I hope that you do stick around. I feel like this is really important that we talk about this at this time. Uh, language matters. Even someone was saying, one of the comments was around, you know, some people really do have gender dysphoria and are actually born in the wrong body. And so I went and I looked up the etymology, the root of the word dysphoria. And dysphoria simply means pain that is hard to bear, pain that it's hard to be in or be under. So this idea that because you experience that pain means that you're born in the wrong body is something that I would not necessarily, I don't necessarily agree with that. I've had pain in my life. I've had dysphoria in my life massively to points where I really wished that I, it was over and I fantasized about my death. So I know what dysphoria feels like in that way, because I don't know if many people are aware of this, but the antonym of the word dysphoria is euphoria, euphoria being joy and contentment. And not just that, but the, again, the root of the word euphoria is the ability to handle tough stuff, the, the ability to handle hard things, to live a joyful life, even though it's hard. So for me, it's like really important. How do we contextualize? How do we define these words? All right, without further ado, let me share this poem with you. Thank you again for being here. And yeah, I hope that this serves. You call me a cis man, as though that gives you any idea of what I've been through or who I really am. As though I haven't had people creating tiny boxes to put me in since I was too young to realize that our society's enemy is true liberation. You call this man cis when I have no need of a label qualifying the blatantly obvious. I am a man. 
a man who has shopped in the women's clothing section at times because I like colorful, beautiful things, a man who has contemplated suicide as an antidote to always feeling outside of the boxes built for me by limiting society, a man who tried hard to crush the sensitivity, empathy, and strength right out of me if it would mean that I could finally be acceptable, to fit a mold I now know to be anything but sensible. You see, I recognize mind control, having wrestled control of mind back countless times. Why push preferred pronouns when it's so self-evidently aligned that almost everyone you ever meet will clearly be a dude or a lady without the need to be defined by additions in their bio lines? I have done my liberating and hard work of reclamation. I know who I am, and it's a state that I'm content to live in for this temporary lifespan. If ever there was a revolution worthy of the invitation, this is it, to be content with being you in a society hell-bent on convincing you to be somebody different. I have no need or desire to enslave myself to a medical dictatorship, which has already failed to care for me in every other way, one which promises me escape from reality if I permanently medicate and violently reshape it. This is a sad replay of that broken old colonial record that endlessly says we can take and cut and burn and rape because God is perfect, but only made some of us great. Slow down. Pause. Witness nature's perfect flows. Nature has no time for lies. The proof is in its offerings of life. A seed, a womb, life renewed. A father, a mother, two becoming one, birthing all returning to one. A man or a woman. This world needs more who own this simple truth. Your body is not a mistake. There's nothing wrong with being you. I remember so clearly when I was a young person, maybe 10, 11, 12 years old, and I had my first experiences of being bullied where I came into the space and I just wanted to be open-hearted. I wanted to be vulnerable. I wanted to connect. I wanted to laugh. And I was battered again and again by other children who I now realize and have obviously realized a long time ago with themselves being battered by life and trying so hard to fit. And what I realized was that although I initially thought we were so different that these people who would bully me and who would be cruel and unkind and violent, I thought that we, I was nothing like them. And, and then I realized that they were also trying to fit in. They were trying to make sense of a world that wasn't designed to take care of them. This society of ours has hurt more people than it has helped. I sincerely believe that. And I'm also not denying that it's clearly what we've chosen as a group consciousness. Like this is the path we've chosen. And it has taken us to this point now where almost every person in the world that I know of is sick in some way, has some kind of dis-ease, some kind of physical, emotional, spiritual thing that is out of alignment I mean, think about that for a moment. So if we look at that as the foundation, we look at the fact that birthing is done in a, as, a, as a medical procedure when birthing is only a medical procedure when it's an absolute emergency, which is very, very rare. And we look at the fact that our shoes are crushing our feet. 
and that children are medicated from the moment they're born and that the food that we're told is the food that we should eat is making us sick and fat and unhealthy and unhappy and sitting still all day, every day inside, denying ourselves natural light, denying ourselves the, the, the fresh waters, the fresh air of mother nature, denying ourselves connection with other people, which is one of the absolute primary human needs. And the fact that in our Western society, the top regret of the dying is that they weren't more true to themselves, that they didn't have the courage to be more authentic. And then we mix that in and we see that our society tells us it has the answers to all of these things. If you just turn on the TV or you turn on the radio or open the newspaper or go on the internet and see an ad, you will see a whole lot of information telling you if you just buy this thing, it will all go away. Everything will be fine. If you just take this medication, if you just have this operation, if you just change these words... You will be fine. You will look find what you are looking for. And it hasn't worked. Why would it, why would it suddenly change and work now? So this is the point of this poem for me is an acknowledgement that if we continue to try to force the outside to fit how we think it needs to be so we can feel safe inside, we are on a highway to nowhere, a highway to nothing. We are basically pushing ourselves to extinction which is also fine. If that happens, new life will be reborn. This world is the, the infinite universe in which we dwell is a master at lifing, at making life happen. So that's also okay. But I'm not on board for pretending along the way. If I do go, when I do go, I want it to be known that I stood for what I believed in. And I believe in men and I believe in women. And I believe in the masculine and the feminine. I believe in the divine source that is one that we all come from and that we are all returning to and that we all manifestations of. And I believe in the foundational reality of us being here in this moment right now. And I believe that reality matters. Reality and truth are synonyms as far as I can tell. And nature and reality are also synonyms. So looking at the way that nature works, looking at the way that everything is based, revolves around this binary of male and female, the seed planter and the egg or the womb haver that then it's man and woman, as simple as that. I even I love the idea of father son, the rays of the sun being like seeds of life planted into the mother every day. And that beautiful expression of divine masculinity just shines. It's not asking for permission, just shining the light, the light of love down into the mother. And the mother takes that and she births everything. And some parts of her are frozen and some parts are desert and everything in between. And yet there is life rebirthed and birthed and rebirthed and cradled into the grave and into the birth again through all the cycles. I don't see a need to pretend to be anything other than what I am. And if you have a problem with that, that's okay. We can talk about it. I'm open to my mind being changed on this. I really am. I so far have not seen anything that really lets me know that there is, that there is a foundation of a deep root. To me so far, the people who I've conversed with who think that it's that 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 people can be born in the wrong bodies you can be actually a woman who's born in a man's body etc i haven't felt a stability 
I haven't felt a capacity for rootedness, for holding the complexity and the paradox of reality and also staying sane within that so far. In my conversations, it seems it immediately goes to, well, you're a terrible person, you're transphobic. And I also take umbrage with that word because a phobia is an irrational fear of something. I don't have an irrational fear of people who think that they're in the wrong bodies. I just don't get it. I don't agree with it. And again, I'm not denying you your story. If you want to have your story, go for it. We don't have to interact. We don't have to affect one another. The idea that it's violence for me to have a disagreement or to say something that doesn't make sense to you, for that to be violence, it doesn't make like What? In what world? If your truth is so fragile that everyone has to agree with it or else you are being done, that violence is being rained upon you, then your truth is very fragile. Then your truth is very unstable. And I would seek truth with deeper roots if I were you. That would be my invitation. This is shared with the absolute love. Uh, I believe that the most powerful thing that any of us can do in this really weird society of ours is, is seek our authenticity, find that in the depths of ourselves. And, and I believe authenticity is deeply rooted. It is a deeply stable experience. That has been my experience of rediscovering my own authenticity after trying to crush it for so many years with all of the wonderful uh, things that our society offers us to numb out the intensity Oh, just try this thing, watch this show, take this drug, sleep with this woman, whatever the story is, again, as we know. So my experience now in my authenticity, I have a sense of rootedness. And hey, I'm human. I'm like, I'm hooked on social media. I struggle with it every day. I have loads of things I'm navigating, health challenges and all sorts of stuff. But I'm doing it from the place of I'm the one responsible. I am the one who can change this. I am the master of my ship, of my destiny. No one else gets to dictate how I feel today. That's on me. They might be able to control my body from the outside. They might be able to control my access to resources. But I still have a choice in the depths of myself. How do I meet this moment? That will always be my choice. And so that's the invitation for you in this moment, dear listener. I hope this has resonated with you. I would love to hear your thoughts. As always, please go to alreadyfree.me forward slash listen. You can find links to the podcast and episodes and all those wonderful things. The show notes will be pretty basic today. But if you'd like to support the podcast and you'd like to just be a part of remembering that we are already free, then you can easily do that at alreadyfree.me. <laughs> And yeah, thank you. I've got some really beautiful episodes lined up in the coming weeks. We have Lily Zapeda. We had we had such a good conversation. We laughed a lot about about medicine and life and being human and all the wonderful things. And uh, yeah, we've also got Freya Kellett coming up, which is a phenomenal conversation. And yeah, just lots of good things. So thank you for being with me on this journey. Please do go to alreadyfree.me forward slash listen. And yeah, follow the links, get connected, send me a message. Let me know how you think about this, how you feel about it. All my social media links are up there. You can send me a voice note, leave a review, whatever you'd like to do. 
But either way, thank you for being on this journey with me. I hope that this has left you with a sense that you are already free and that your body is beautiful and it's just waiting for you to fall back in love with it if you aren't already. Just waiting for you to take that moment to be like, wow, thank you, body, that you carry me through all of my days and my nights and my highs and my lows and every moment of this existence that I know of as my life. Here you are doing infinite, unbelievable, miraculous processes that I call being alive. Thank you, body. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Blessings on the path. I'll see you next week.